Not all those who wander are lost, J.R. Tolkien. Welcome to Aegis Travel Adventures. We are Ken and Giselle. We have been to over 100 countries and are still looking to see what is around the next corner. We love wine, travel, and adventure. Listen to our podcast where we share the fun of the magical places, people, and cultures that have touched our lives. See, Aegis? Aegis. Travel? Travel. Adventures? This is Ageless Travel Adventures. This is podcast number 25, and I'm Ken. And I'm Giselle. And hello. Uh, Today is a few days after Valentine's Day, and we wanted to talk a little bit with you about our pre-Valentine's Day trip we took to the island of Curacao. And some people will know exactly where that is, and others will go, uh, it's a liquor. And it Not is very a, good liquor. It is way. a blue liquor that Not was created good. there. And, and uh, when we arrived at our hotel, they gave us a glass of it, and we kind of looked at each other. Not our fave, but that's okay. <laughs> um, Curacao is, about, uh, is part of the Netherland Antilles, which is they call the ABCs, Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao Islands. And uh, they're about uh, Curacao is about 40 miles north of the Venezuela coast, so it's it's pretty close to the equator and it's pretty far south. Uh, we had just been in uh, in uh, Utah in Salt Lake City and it was snowy and cold, and so we flew from Salt Lake City to Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, changed planes, and a few hours later we left with a direct flight on American Airlines to Curacao. And we arrived and uh, had a, uh, a prearranged taxi, and I would highly advise that. They, uh, have, they, uh, taxis are numbered, and um, not that this is an unsafe country, but it's always nice to know, you know that taxis are legit and, uh, and, and also that you have a prearranged cost. So our taxi was $32. It was about a 20-minute ride. Seems a little expensive, but this is a part of the Kingdom of Netherlands. It's a, a um, equal to the Netherlands, so sort of like a state in the U.S., equal state. Um, and it became, in 1954, the charter for the Kingdom of the Netherlands. That's when it obtained equal status. Prior to that, it was a colony. The current population of Curacao is about 160,000. The capital is Willemstead. Which is where you'll fly into. And um, and we stayed at a resort that was a fairly new Hilton, uh, but part of it had been around for a long time as the Corendon Mangrove Resort. And it's within walking distance of the capital city uh, on a sidewalk. And uh, But the cruise docks, kind of line up from downtown in the city all the way up past our resort. So pretty much every every morning we'd come come out for breakfast and there'd be one or two cruise ships in, in front of our beach, so to speak, um, which was fine. Yeah, they don't disembark near you. They, yeah. they disembark when they're closer into town, but but you do see the cruise ships. The, um, the There was a new section of this resort called the Riff, and that has some historical significance uh, for uh, the area, and it was an all-inclusive. So um, 
for Hilton, I think that, you know, all-inclusives are relatively new in the last few years. Um, so we booked this, and that included uh, the room, uh, beverages, including adult beverages, and food. And it had a buffet, which we ate mostly for breakfast. You didn't have a choice. For, bre the, what, yeah. for breakfast, that's yeah. all you got. And for lunch, yeah. they had a grill section um, in the riff area that we were at, and then they had the buffet. Um, at, the, at the other section, they had a bigger grill that was outside, which we actually never went to. So um, the food in the buffet, I would, I would equate it to cruise food. It cruise, was cruise buffet food. Cruise, cruise buffet food. It wasn't bad. It wasn't amazing. Um, the thing that I'm not, I don't care for, and that's just me. It's just so many people in the morning, and they're just, you know, they're just loading their plates up like you've never, they've never eaten in their lives. So it just gets to be a little bit overwhelming and a little bit just too many people for me. Um, and there's no table service for breakfast, unfortunately. Um, when you go and you sit down, you get your food. Um, where we were on the Rift side, your beverages are brought to you or you have table service. Um, and again, you know, they, the staff tried really hard. I think that they need a little more training um, because it was a little challenging to get your food, to get your coffee and juice, et cetera, in the morning. And, and it's a new resort, uh, the Rift side. And uh, they did bring in a substantial number of people from Turkey that were working on staff. And they, they spoke English. Mm, most of them. <laughs> pretty well. And, uh, and on the Rift side, um, there were also uh, rooms still under construction. You could hear banging in the morning, you know, during the day. Uh, but it was all new. Uh, they upgraded us because we're Diamond members with Hilton, which was nice of them. And uh, they called it a swim-up pool. And it looked like it was like a lap pool outside our patio for about uh, eight rooms or so. Yeah. And uh, it was nice, and uh, and it was a big room. Uh, actually, it looked like it could have a little more furniture in it than was in it. Uh, but it was all new, and a nice bathroom. Everything worked. Air conditioner uh, was fine. And uh, so we, we liked the resort. Um, and that's it had, um, it had some specific restaurants, like a seafood restaurant, a barbecue restaurant, an Italian restaurant. Uh, two of them, the seafood and barbecue, you needed to make reservations for. The other ones you could walk up to, and um, so that it was a step up from the buffet, uh, and they were they were pretty good. Um, I, I particularly liked the uh, seafood. The uh, we had uh, tempura battered red snapper, and it was as fresh as it could be. Uh, we did it twice. I thought the barbecue was was excellent. The, the and the staff at the, re the restaurants, the, the staff was really they, they they did a really good job. I like the Italian restaurant. Mm -hmm. I thought they had really good food, but I'm always partial to Italian food. Uh, so no, but getting back to the room for a minute, we um, the room was really as Ken said had all the things that he mentioned. The 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 issue that we had, it really wasn't an issue, is that because this is a an outside place they allow smoking and I don't know whether it was just the time of year we were at or just the, the people that were there but it seemed everywhere we were around people smoked and so in your room when you walk out you're literally right next door to your neighbors and if they're smoking 
you just it just becomes a little a little bit uncomfortable and not something you want to hang out with and unfortunately the time we in the day we were there people smoked seemingly on both sides of us so we didn't go outside and use our lap pool very much because just the, the smell of smoke was um, overwhelming. It just sort of hung in the area. Yeah, it? it's just because there's not a, there's a lot of humidity and there's not a lot of breeze. And that is the other thing we also noticed out by the pool area and by the bars, there just is a lot of smoking. And there's, they don't seem to designate non-smoking sections. In fact, we were talking to the concierge and I suggested, I said, you need to make some rooms with a lap-up pool that you don't have smoking. You know, you don't allow people smoking around because it makes it just not fun. So anyway. Keep, so keep in mind, this is a European country. The, the resort was filled with Dutch people. In Europe, we find uh, people smoke a lot, a lot more than in the U.S. Yeah. And the, the laws allow it in most places. And so uh, this was pretty much an open-air resort, so smoking was allowed everywhere. Yeah, except when you, in the main buffet area, when mm. you walked in, there was no smoking. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that, that would be my, I guess, the thing that the I was... Negative, but the, yeah. the negative, but, The negative. The beach for the hotel was pleasant. It was not amazing. If you go, if you Google what to see in Carousel, what, what is, what's the superstar are the beaches and the snorkeling. And the beaches are amazing. We've been there before, so we didn't venture out to the, some of the other beaches. But the, the, some of the prettier beaches on the other side of the island, they have really pretty um, places to snorkel, and um, the water is really clear, crystal blue. So, But the resort didn't have that. The beach wasn't bad, but there was not a whole lot designed for snorkeling. It was mostly for just going out in the water and all that kind of good stuff. We did take a, a uh, sunset cruise and we arranged it through the resort, um, and they picked us up on a, <laughs> it looked like an old school bus that had yeah. uh, outlived its usefulness uh, and had no shocks, and it was about an hour ride to the marina because we stopped at every hotel on the way, I think, and picked up people. Um, yeah, made it part of the fun. Um, yeah. And the boat was a catamaran. It was nice. Probably had uh, 40 or... 30, 40 people, something yeah, like that. Yeah, and they had... Uh, snacks and uh drinks mostly beer you could order beer wine yeah. i i'm not yeah. a big fan of beer and wine i mean wine in um, plastic cups so i drink the beer they mm. gave you baby beer sort of yeah. small ones which were fine the snacks were fine again it was it was you know what we can i always enjoy going out and being out on the water um there was not a sunset meaning that it was really cloudy peaks here and there uh, through, but yeah but it wasn't like the oh my yeah. god no sunset, it wasn't the oh know? my god sunset we saw at key west yeah, that time right, yeah so but anyway but it was fun the people were pleasant yeah. a lot of dutch people um and um dutch and british people i think that was about it mostly dutch because yeah, we dutch. yeah we were english was by far not the language that was spoken very much on the um, resort one thing the staff i was impressed with the local staff that worked there they seemed to speak several languages yeah. um we became one better friends with one woman at one of the bars and she um spoke uh, her english was 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 great but then she spoke dutch and i think german so um, and the local language is is a confluence of all that and uh, spanish and african languages and it's papiamento so they you know like in german you'd say donkish in there they call it donkey and yeah. uh, for thank you and uh so that it, it's kind of like i think uh when you go to jamaica and if you're taking a tour they'll you'll hear the guides talking or the bus driver and you don't know what they're saying the, a lot of tours will explain it because that language is a 
confluence of all these things with African that they uh, turn into a local language, which we generally don't understand. So that, they had that there, but uh, they were very, uh, the locals, very fluent in multiple languages. And uh, it's a fairly well-to-do country uh, overall. I mean, it's not, you know, the horrible poverty that you see in, in some places and some islands. And I think it's because it's Dutch and uh, they have a certain social net there. Um, so people were very pleasant everywhere. They know that tourism is, is their bread and butter. Yeah, we walked downtown and um, the same kind of touristy spaces um, that you see. I mean, the, the um, architecture was really pretty. It looks very European. It all looks pretty um, colored a houses. A pastel. Um, there was yeah. a kind of a funny story that because this, this area is known for their multicolored buildings, I was reading up on like, well, why are they multicolored buildings? And it was because um, a long time ago, I guess the, the mayor of the city decided that this, the, the, um, the, the buildings look boring. And so he demanded or he decreed that all the, the buildings should be painted multicolors. Um, but then you read a little more backstory was he had an interest in a paint company. So that's sort of kind of the underlying. But so they're still there and it's, it makes it very pretty to look at. They had a uh, weekend market. Uh, yeah. The, you know, could call it a floating market. I'm not sure. There were some boats on a canal, but most of the goods were displayed under tents that were next to the boats. I think it may at one time <clears> might have been a floating yeah, market. Yeah, and it probably was. And they brought the boats up and you just bought out of them. Um, a lot of produce looked real good. Uh, there were some knickknacks and stuff at some of the tents for tourists and that, but. Uh, most of it was, was produce, and it was a lot of locals buying stuff. And it didn't look any of the, well, the, the shopping, we didn't do, we didn't do a whole lot of shopping. Um, but all the, all the tchotchkes and stuff that you see to buy, they they look like they, again, what I've said before, is you just go online and you type in the name of the country you're at, and they'll send you a buttload of, um, of tourist stuff with their name on it. So we didn't purchase anything. There was a lot of, um, in one area, it's a higher end, a lot of shopping stores. There is some. Um, uh, what was the bunny one? What was the uh, the bunny that that rapper that had Mad Bunny or Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny had a store, and um, uh, there was other some things. There was some uh, mango, and you know, nicer stores. Again, I didn't do didn't do any shopping. There was lots of um, jewelry stores, so the markup on jewelry must be good there, whatever. Because there's so many cruise ships. I mean, there were there were two to three cruise ships every day. Uh, Maybe there was four in some cases because we didn't go into town every day and uh, to look at the far end of the, the dock. But <clears throat> the, um, the duty-free stores, particularly for liquor, perfumes, and those, the common stuff that you see in them, um, we were thinking, oh, you know, there might be some bargains in there. So we went in. Hey, well, they were air-conditioned. It was a little hot out. We got a little reprieve from the heat. Humidity, but uh, we looked around and we just kind of laughed. Uh, most of it looked like it was equal to or slightly higher than U.S. prices. Yeah, I'm always on the lookout for Tom Ford cologne, and I'm at the duty-free shops, and every place I've been around the world, I've never found it cheaper than buying in the U.S. The only advantage is you don't pay sales tax, so it's not that big of an advantage. But, yeah, and um, there was <clears throat> there was a carnival parade one day yeah and it was the children's parade and it went on for well over an hour and drums and you know and some costumes and stuff and went pretty close to our hotel <clears throat> and they're big with celebrations and things like that and i think that's good for tourism 
Well, one thing at the resort they did have every night, um, almost every night, and one either in our resort or the, the resort that's next door. And by the way, when you're staying at the Rift, you can use both facilities and go back and forth. And all the restaurants uh, um, and the pools. And, and um, they had every night they had some sort of entertainment. And one night it was just um, uh, three people playing guitars, which we really enjoyed. But most nights it was um, a little more lively <clears throat> band. One night they had some fire dancers, uh, which... <clears throat> Oh, again, it was. I think these people did it. I mean, obviously better than I could do with the fire, <laughs> with feathers, uh, and so uh, they they did that. And there's there was a lot of uh, not too many people danced and stuff. It was mostly Thank just you. entertainment. But um, uh, people then they did a lot of. They had some people from Cuba, was it or Cuba, or they were talking about from one of the other islands, and they had a large contingency mm. of that. And so people were you know dancing, etc. Also, a the lot of kids. Corendon Mangrove side had a water park, which was for kids really, and uh, was kind of in the back corner, and it had slides and things. It was, it was a nice touch. Yeah, it was. We didn't go on it, but it looked nice. It was. It looked pleasant. So. And we could use that even though we were staying on the rift yeah, side. Yeah, it was. It was like I said. It was the resort was a lovely change. I was can surprised me and. Because yeah, we had been in Salt Lake City, and I was freezing for 10 days. So this was a nice way for me to come and, and de-thaw. I think it took me about three days to quit sh shivering. But um, it was, you know, overall, I would give it a, a B. I'd give the food at the resort a maybe a C plus for the for the buffet. I'd give the restaurants a B, a good strong B. Um, the drinks were okay. The low liquor, the alcohol was, was your basic bar brands. There wasn't too many... Um, uh, high end. Now there is a there was a bar. It was a cigar bar and a high end bar uh, that you could pay for. We didn't go in it. We talked about it several nights. Yeah, we just never made we never it up went. There. And one guy we talked to said, "Oh yeah, I went up there and I had some good stuff, but he had, he had to pay extra, um, which is is fine." Um, being a Hilton property, uh, you know, we stayed at a lot of Hiltons. We're Diamond members. Uh, it it was it was nice and. Uh, we were able to uh, earn points on it as well, and uh, you know, all inclusives have their their pluses and their minuses. We we stayed at in Jamaica at a, a secrets resort, which I considered to be an A resort. Yeah. You know, this was probably a B. It was wonderful, and um, we'd go back there. That we'd was go lovely. back there in a second. So you, you know, you have to you have to look at your your options, and that we we got a, a pretty good price on this kind of last minute, and. Uh, and that was fine. That's not why we went. Uh, we, we'd been to Curacao before on a cruise ship just for the day, and we liked the island and the, and the people. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, that's what we did. Um, they took uh, dollars, U.S. dollars, pretty much everywhere if you wanted to use them. Uh, credit cards were widely accepted, including the taxis. And before we went, they said taxis were cash uh, only. And that's not true. Uh, the, the ones that we used uh, took credit cards. So if you're going to leave a tip, you have to tell them in, in front how much because they don't ring it up separate. They do charge you to use a credit card. Most places, 3% more than the taxis did, which is fine. Uh, the local currency is the, uh, is the Antilles... Something letter, whatever, something whatever they use in uh, in Holland, in Holland, uh, <laughs> and we didn't, yeah, you know, we didn't get any of it, and we didn't go to any t ATM, so it, it really made it easy to travel um, using uh, U.S. dollars and, and uh, 
and credit cards. Well, one thing at restaurants, when <clears> you ask them, a lot of places you go, you ask, can you convert? Can you have your credit card in the local currencies? Um, several people told us that in the Curacao, they don't allow that. So you're, you're going to get charged in dollars. So not a big deal, but just to keep that in mind. Um, so overall, I would say that we enjoyed the resort. If I was going to do it again or I was going to do it, I would tell somebody, um, rent a car for a day or two, drive around to the other part of the <coughs> island, see the pretty beaches, go snorkeling, um, maybe try to do a dinner in town. Something, they've got, evidently they've got some good restaurants. But honestly, Ken and I just really were in a mood just to sit and chill and, and hang out and read. It was very um, unexciting. You know, but it was pleasant. Yeah, down so. in, in Willemstad, the day we went down, we, we were looking at, just restaurant prices and a, you know, a piece of fish, you know, at at the restaurants was about thirty dollars. It's not cheap. You it's know, yeah, I but mean, they've got some evidently really good <coughs> restaurants. Yes. So. so I mean, because we were staying at a all inclusive, we kind of deferred to uh, you know we'd already paid for our meals and we didn't do that. Um, but nothing popped out. It's like oh my god, we want to go. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, um, my favorite word um, there is. Where is it? Douchey. Douchey. Douchey means um, whenever you want to describe something you like, douchey is the right word. Um, it's popular everywhere. If you get a drink and you love it, you say, wow, this is douchey. It seems a little bit weird to say it in the U.S., but anyway, um, there's big billboards, you know, life is douchey. And so if you ever go there, we just tell somebody that life there is douchey, you're going to be good. <laughs> Pick up a few of their words if you go. Uh, local words, and uh, I think that'll get a smile on their face. Yeah. And uh, bon dia, yep. which is good morning. B O N bone, whereas in Portuguese it's bomb dia. B O N. So that's yep. your that's your language lesson for the day. Yep. We appreciate you guys listening. We'll put this up on the web on the um, internet, and I'll also post some pictures, the links, mm -hmm. etc. And as usual, if by chance if anyone out there ever has any question, we would love to hear from you because no one has ever contacted us. So make me feel the love and send us a comment. This Take is, care. This is Giselle. This is Ken. Goodbye. Don't say that. It sounds like we're... Oh, Ken, I'm trying to be humorous. I know. Hey, just... Hey, Hillary. Travel. Shadow. Adventures. Adventures.